This episode of News Dump is brought to you by ExpressVPN. All right, we, of course, have to have an update here to Kanye West, and we're going to kick things off with that. But we should also warn you well in advance of this that Kanye is not well. No. And he appears to be going through some kind of mental break. For the last few years. Well, especially now. Uh, His family apparently says it happens like once a year. And this is just the time when the moon and the sun are aligned perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Under those Wyoming skies. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, his his close family apparently actually worried about his behavior this time around. So this update is less of a this guy's a fucking idiot. More of a please don't listen to this nearly incoherent and nonsensical rambling of this person who is very unwell. Yeah. And also, this is a very clear indication that he should not be in charge of anything, especially an entire country. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, he's he's good at music. Yeah. Sometimes. I would say... Jesus that, King is whack, but... Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. a lot of great albums. We've he, already been over this. His batting average is still very high. Yes, exactly. Okay, so we're all on the same page here, right? Okay, what is he on about now? So we're sure you already remember, since we covered it earlier this week, but Kanye West recently announced that he was throwing his hat in the ring to run for President of the United States of America. A very stupid, potentially dangerous thing to do, which we initially wrote off as nothing more than a publicity stunt to promote a a new album or his recent collab with The Gap. (laughs) But apparently, he was 100% serious about his intentions. Uh, Again, though, this is likely the result of a psychotic break and most likely linked to his publicly confirmed battle with bipolar disorder. So we're not mocking here. No. We're just reporting. So you don't take what this dude is saying as something you should be rallying behind and supporting. Yes. Let him get some help. Uh-huh. Okay? So after the dust had settled on his campaign announcement and subsequent support from fellow egomaniac Elon Musk, Kanye doubled down on pretty much everything during an interview with Forbes. And let's just read some of uh, a few of these answers in an attempt to focus in on not just what President Kanye's platforms would be, but his thoughts and positions on a variety of important topics. And I guess on a personal level, I'd like to say this is also a clear-cut example of religion just straight up rotting someone's brain. Nothing wrong with having a little bit of faith. I have plenty of family and friends that have faith in their lives. Yes. But uh, when you go, uh, I, I also have no people that go off the deep end with this kind of stuff. And I, it, I have both categories of people in my in my extended family. Exactly. <laughs> so there's a difference here, okay? Now, okay, let's, let's start with uh, his natural political party. Quote, I would run as a Republican if Trump wasn't there. I will run as an independent if Trump is there. Okay, Uh, on his previous support for Trump, Trump is the closest president we've had in years to allowing God to still be a part of the conversation. The fuck Sorry. He's the most unholy person. Well, also, I mean, whatever. Maybe he's sincere about it. But, like, fucking hardcore Christian conservatives in this country have the biggest persecution complex on the face of the earth. Like, you run fucking everything. No, yeah. no one is taking God out of the conversation. Like, it is it is obnoxious how much God is a part of our political conversation to this day. Exactly. Anyway. There's a whole... I mean, literally, the separation of church and state is... Being eroded... Should be a big deal. Constantly. Yeah. Church has got a bunch of fucking PPP loans, and they don't get taxed at all. So, anyway. Yeah. Uh, anyways, on, uh, on his topics of uh, coronavirus cures, quote, We pray. We pray for the freedom. It's all about God. We need to stop doing things that make God mad. What the fuck does that have to do with coronavirus, Kanye? I don't know. I don't know. (sighs) On vaccines, Kanye says, It's so many of our children that are being vaccinated and paralyzed. So when they say the way we're going to fix COVID is with a vaccine, I'm extremely cautious. That's the mark of the beast. They want to put chips inside of us. They want to do all kinds of things to make it where we can't cross the gates of heaven. 
I'm sorry when I say they, the humans that have the devil inside them. And the sad thing is that, the saddest thing is that we all won't make it to heaven. That there will be some of us that do not make it. Because of the chips. So cool, we've got anti-vaxxing on there. Yeah. and uh, chip conspiracy. But not even standard anti-vaxxing, like weird, like... Religious, religious anti-vaxxing. Anti yes. Aware it's the mark of the beast. It's, it's not just going yeah. to give my kids autism. Not just autism. Yeah. It will put the devil in their blood. Yeah. Um, on abortion. <laughs> Take a wild guess about this one. I am pro-life because I'm following the word of the Bible. Okay. Yeah. On running in 2020, he says, God just gave me the clarity and said, it's time. You know, I was out there, ended up in the hospital. People were calling me crazy. I'm not crazy. Between all of the influences and the positions that we can be put in as musicians, you go on tour, you put out all these albums, and you look up and you don't have any money in your account. It can drive you crazy. Through all of that, I was looking crazy because it wasn't the time. Now it's time. And we're not going crazy. We're going Yeezy. It's a whole nother level now. N-O-T-H-A. Cool. Okay. Uh, here's what he has to say about Joe Biden. A lot of times, just like political parties, they feel all blacks have to be Democrat. This man, Joe Biden, said, if you don't vote for me, then you are not black. Well, act like we didn't hear that. We act like we didn't hear that man say that. That man said that. It's a wrap. And you know what? I'm actually fully... You yeah, know, he's not wrong. He's not, not wrong at all about that one. Um, he's got a point. I think the way some people, your, your Candace Owens of the world, uh, extrapolate on that point is fucking bonkers. But he, yeah. he's not wrong. His foundations are not wrong here. Exactly. They're based in reality. And Biden is a gaff factory. Even yes. if he doesn't mean what he says, he still says it. Yeah, I mean... And I, he probably does mean it. Like, it sucks that two elections in a row, uh, I have to just constantly make clear that... Uh, I strongly dislike the person that I will inevitably end up voting yeah, for. Um, yeah. Fucking sucks, but yeah. there you go. Our two-party <laughs> system at work. It's great. But uh, yeah, he continues on uh, the same topic saying, for the other candidates, I just gracefully suggest y'all bow out. <laughs> Trump and Biden, <laughs> gracefully bow out. <laughs> Easy is in the house. Just, you know, save yourself yeah. the embarrassment. Yeah, don't, don't lose. <laughs> don't lose to me. Just a single candidate take, election. Take the L now. Uh, he continues, it's God's country. We are doing everything in service to God. Nobody but God no more. I am in service of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and I put everything I get on the line to serve God. All right. Uh, he then spoke about his model of management, liking it to Wakanda, oh, saying <laughs> a lot of Africans do not like the movie Black Panther and representation of themselves in Wakanda. But I'm going to use the framework of Wakanda right now because it's the best explanation of what our design group is going to feel like in the White House. That is a positive idea. You got Kanye West, one of the most powerful humans. I'm not saying the most because you got a lot of alien level superpowers and it's only collectively <laughs> that we can set it free. Let's get back to Wakanda. Like in the movie, in Wakanda, when the king went to visit the lead scientist to have the shoes wrap around her shoes, just the amount of innovation that can happen, the amount of innovation in medicine, like big pharma, we are going to work, innovate together. Yeah, all we need to do is find a special uh, undiscovered uh, metal element yeah. in the earth that has, uh, you know, limit, limitless potential <laughs> for, uh, you know, what you can do with it. And... Boom, that's how you get Wakanda. All yeah. you have to do is discover a new element that can do anything you want it to. Yeah. Well, excited to see how this works once Joe Biden and Donald Trump drop out yeah. with grace. I mean, how can, you, how can you beat that platform? I, We're going to turn America into Wakanda. They got like flying cars and shit, so the, get out the, of the way. The good thing is, is like you can't really challenge 
Kanye on any of his platforms because none of them make sense. Yeah. Like it, it, it's impossible to even explain them to anyone. That's why... It's confusing on purpose. I, that's why Biden and Trump got to drop out. Can you imagine in a debate? How are you going to respond to <laughs> yeah, Kanye West in a debate? How would you respond to that? <laughs> like, what the hell? What did he just say? <laughs> Mr. West, uh, you... Could you said, elaborate? You've said previously that you're going to turn America into Wakanda. Can you, can you elaborate on that? Yeah, remember how the scientists did the <laughs> shoes wrapping around the shoes? Uh, President well, Trump, your response? I have no idea what this guy's talking about. Uh, I'm going to drop out. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> and in response, the, the response is, yeah, they just go on and on here. Yeah. Uh, it seems as though Kanye, again, maybe not well in the head right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, that has been somewhat confirmed by his family, who are apparently worried about him. Uh, per a recent article in TMZ, quote, Kanye is in the throes of a serious bipolar episode, and those around him are concerned it has impacted his decision-making and some of the things he said in the last week. So that would make sense. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, speaking of someone else in the entertainment industry who's making some very public, very strange decisions right now, Christopher Nolan. God damn it. You hate to see it. A legacy. This, this I, I, virus, if it doesn't kill you, it makes a bastard out of you. <laughs> yeah, and we've been over the fact that there has been, you know, for whatever reason, no shortage of articles or stories about Nolan kind of being a dick on set. Some of them fake news, though. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Or just weird in general. Uh, in, in the midst of all of that uh, were the stories about whose decision it actually was to force his latest film, Tenet, into theaters, despite the whole global pandemic thing happening. Uh, specifically here in America, where... Uh, Things have obviously been getting progressively worse. What are you talking about? Disneyland's open, baby. <laughs> Screen it at Disneyland. Uh, yeah. The, things haven't been going well here. And that's ever since we decided that we're all bored of the coronavirus and, you know, what just open everything back mm-hmm. up. As you're all well aware by now, Tenet, it has, in fact, been delayed a bit. A few times. Uh, yeah. Now, I think it's currently still scheduled for August 12th, which is still too soon. Yeah. That's just about a month away. And you know what? Dare I say, things haven't been looking very good uh, and the future does not look bright either. No. Uh, and it doesn't look good for theaters because that's where crowds will gather indoors to watch things. Mm-hmm. With circulating air and people munching on popcorn and drinking drinks. Probably one of the least safe places. Yeah. Anyway, it looks like it's been pretty much fully confirmed that this push for a summer release date at any cost is actually coming from Nolan himself. Mm-hmm. And he is apparently dead set on getting this thing out as soon as possible. And... At any cost and dead set, pun intended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and why? Why is he doing this? Well, it's not for the money. It's about sending a message. <laughs> it <laughs> kind of is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that sounds a lot more sinister than what he's saying, but he's technically saying that. Yeah, I mean, we all know that if the theaters were open, the film would it would still suffer because people might justifiably be a bit nervous to head out to the theaters. And even if all the screenings did sell out, it would be nearly impossible to get a significant box office poll, considering there would have to be some form of social distancing procedures and reduced capacities in place within the theaters themselves. Yes, it's not going to do well. Yeah. And, uh, he, at least he knows that. Mm-hmm. So for Nolan, this release, it's about the movie-going experience and showing solidarity with theater chains. Quote, The studio laid out several theoretical scenarios for Nolan, listing likely profits and losses with this movie being released on different dates, according to multiple sources with knowledge of the call. Presented with an economic case for moving Tenet to August 7th, when presumably the novel coronavirus would be a more contained threat and box office grosses more reliable, Nolan said it wasn't about the money, but instead about the desire to be one of the first big movie studios back in theaters to show faith in the form and solidarity with exhibitors when they're allowed to open and say they're ready. So, 
I don't know. He, is it ever going to come out? He wants to like. He wants to be like. He wants to save the movie industry with this film single-handedly. It's kind of a turnoff, Chris. Yeah, Chris. You're making me not on, want to man. see the movie. Come on, man. Uh, oh, uh, in other news, uh, movies are still obviously coming out to VOD. Obviously, Tenant is something that you would want to see in a theater. Yeah, a t- totally. Uh, Top Gun, you'd want to see in a theater. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff that has been fully delayed. That yes, it would be great to go see. In a big cold room, mm-hmm. on a big screen with a big bag of popcorn. But uh, Palm Springs just came out on Hulu, and I heard it's fantastic. Heard yeah. it's the funniest movie of the year. I, I haven't watched stuff. it yet, uh, but also uh, I did watch a couple of interviews, and, and I did see the trailer, and I loved the trailer. But I agree with uh, everyone involved in this film: don't watch the trailer. Just watch the movie. Right. Do not see the trailer. Go straight into it blind, and it'll be a lot better for you. Because I, in retrospect, I wish I had not watched the trailer. Okay. So. But regardless of whether or not uh, Tenant will represent people's willingness to return to theaters and be the shot in the arm that theater chains need to survive, uh, Nolan, and and despite Nolan knowing that it probably could be a box office dud, it's also facing a monumental challenge, monetarily speaking. So maybe he should be worried. According to the same article, quote, Nolan's average opening weekend gross in North America is $56 million. Some analysts believe that Tenet still has a shot at a $30 million opening weekend, likely occupying a record number of screens, but playing to half-full, socially distanced theaters. The film will need to earn around $400 million globally just to break even after factoring in marketing. So... Yeah. Mm, mm, Yeah. Just listen. Jesus. Say no. Yeah. Say no. They should start releasing all these theatrical films on, like, exclusively on VR. Get get people buying yeah, those headsets. He's already doing films in Fortnite. Just put this one in the Fortnite. Yeah, because I, I I've I've watched uh, some movies in like the movie theater uh, configuration VR, and it's yeah. pretty fucking great. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's still not. The same. It's not. The same, I would but... not recommend doing it in the summertime. I'm dying yeah, right now fate. in this room. Yeah, so. make sure you got a fan going. <laughs> Yeah, install a fan to your face. Anyway, back to Tenet. Then again, who are we kidding? We might be doing our best to stay safe. You might be too. There's no shortage of Americans who are willing to risk their own personal safety and the safety of their loved ones to go out and act like absolutely nothing is wrong. Uh, Case in point, uh, downtown Disney in Orange County, just south of us. Yeah. They're back open, baby. Yeah, they are. Now, to be fair, the actual parks here in Southern California remain closed for the time being. But on Thursday of this week, the shopping district attached to the parks was reopened to the public. And you can bet your ass it was a fucking madhouse. These fucking Disney stands, these pass holes. Not even just Disney stands, just uh, uh, resellers and flippers going in for the limited merch that you can only get at, like, the Mm -hmm. park Disney store. Yeah, but it's, like, all these fucking pass holders down there who've made this the central part of their identity. They Mm -hmm. haven't been able to go to Disneyland for, like, four months now. And they're like, you know what? Close enough. Yeah. Close enough. I can smell the, the, what is it, like, the bromine water or whatever. (laughs) Smell it from here. Anyway, first off, check out this line that formed just to shop at the Disney store. Okay, I mean, it looks like people were at least socially distancing in line, sort of. I mean, let's see how things look inside the store once people make it inside. 
No way that's six feet apart. Okay, so yeah. Uh, we're fucking screwed. Yeah. Great. Absolutely screwed. Great job. Hope and you, uh, hope you bought the product you were looking for. While we're filming this, first day of Walt Disney World being open. I, I, You know what I do love, though? Is that Universal and SeaWorld have been open, and no one gives a shit. It's like Disney is the beacon of, like, of... Uh, responsibility and normalcy. Like, Universal does, like, yeah, no one gives a shit. Yeah. Universal's ready to fucking put people through a meat grinder. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. Disney, though, you kind of hope that they would take care of you. Yeah, you, you I just feel bad for, like, the cast members who have to walk around and, sir, please. Yeah. Please, sir, please. Everyone has to wear the mask. Just getting in fights with fucking Donald Duck. I did see, uh, uh, in, like, some of the opening pictures, they have little... um like cut out faces to hold over their masks so that they don't scare children or something like that. I don't know what the point what? is, but they hold they hold like Mickey Mouse uh, faces over their masks. Oh my God, it's strange. Not, like just uh, what? <laughs> Fucking Christ! All right, now before we get into the second half of this show, where we talk about Lady Antebellum's very stupid, very oh bad. Oh God! <laughs> and and Quibi, of course, and the Quibi of gaming and gaming for war crimes. Oh baby! Let's take a quick break to thank today's sponsor, ExpressVPN. Did you know that ExpressVPN lets you access the internet as if you're in a different country? Did you know that services like Netflix have different shows and movies depending on where you live? Well, now you do. And ExpressVPN allows you to fly off to anywhere in the world from the comfort of your own home or on your phone. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but ExpressVPN, it's ridiculously fast. You can stream everything you want in HD quality with zero buffering. And ExpressVPN is available on every device. Phones, laptops, tablets, even your TV. There's almost a hundred different countries to choose from, and ExpressVPN works with many streaming services. Netflix. Amazon Prime, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, and many more. It's simple to use as well. You just fire up the ExpressVPN app, change your location, hit connect, and then refresh the page. And the show or movie you want will magically appear. Yeah, if you want to watch, uh, they have Star Trek Discovery on Netflix UK. Uh, you could uh, watch Rick and Morty on Netflix France. I personally like to go on the BBC iPlayer and watch terrible trash reality TV. They, 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 they do it they so really well They really are over the there. best at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do very well. Anyway, if you use our link right now at expressvpn.com slash newsdump, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That is expressvpn.com slash newsdump. E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash newsdump. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, back into the news. With something that, uh, from this point forward, we're just going to call rake-stepping. Yes. Why? Well, because there are many stories out there where the people involved simply can't do anything right, and every choice they make seems to be worse, or just as bad as the one they've already made. We've decided to coin the term rake-stepping for this because of the Cape Fear episode of The Simpsons, where Sideshow Bob literally cannot stop stepping on rakes, which violently fly up and smack him in the face. Yeah, we always have stories like this, and I always reference that scene. And now, you know what? I googled it. No one's using the term. We're going to take it. Rake-stepping. This is rake-stepping. Mm -hmm. So this week's rake-steppers are none other than Lady Antebellum, a.k.a. Lady A. Uh, they're obviously a pretty famous country music group from Tennessee. If you're not from America, you might not have ever heard of them because... They've won some Grammys. Yeah, they have no shortage of awards under their belts. But uh, recently, they decided that they should probably change the name of their group. Yeah. Despite mm. the fact that they claimed that they just came up with it arbitrarily, mm. they didn't fully grasp the meaning... Now, for those wondering, a very brief explanation here. The term antebellum has racist connotations because it refers to the Civil War, the architecture of the South, and the plantations that were built there via slave yeah, labor. Yeah, it literally means before, the war. before like, they took away our slaves. Exactly. <laughs> uh, now, okay, probably just not a great name for your band if you're trying to be socially conscious. Not that we think 
a decent amount of their fans would even look past the name as just a name. Like, yeah. a lot of people don't put any meaning to anything. The same reason that fucking Republicans love Rage Against the Machine. It's yeah. like, I don't know what he's saying, but it sounds good to me. Whatever machine they're raging against, I'm sure it did them wrong. <laughs> you are the machine. Yeah, uh, I remember, like, I didn't know, I didn't hear about Lady Antebellum until they were up for some Grammys mm-hmm. a few years back, and I was like, well, that's an interesting name. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, they're, they're a country band from the South, yeah. I, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, good for them, I guess, for trying to be proactive about it. Or, yeah. Actually, I guess they're reactive about it because they yeah. only changed it. Uh, after the Black Lives Matter yeah, protests kind of went worldwide. It took a uh, generational uh, <laughs> shift in, uh, you know, race relations in this country. So we'll go with reactive. The, the biggest, uh, you know, the biggest race-based protesting movement since the late 60s. So, yeah, the last possible moment, really. Yeah. Okay, so reactive, sure. But at least they did something. <laughs> they did right? something. They did something. And you know what? We commend them for it. <laughs> sure. Mm, not so fast. So, yes, the way they... Solve this name change while attempting to keep some form of familiarity for their fan base was to simply just whittle that name down to Lady A, even though we we all know what the A stands for. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. We yeah. it's a wink and a nod game now. Like hey, yeah, yeah. Everyone knows what the A stands for in this scenario, but whatever. Fine. Thanks for trying. Just one problem though. Lady A is already a well-established black singer from Seattle named Anita White. She's been using this name for a long time. Yes. So, well, I guess we're out of luck, right? Like, Back to the uh, drawing board. Yeah. Lady Antebellum, we got to think of a, think a little harder now and come up with a, a new new name to use because there's already a Lady A. And, well, I mean, she's black. You're trying to avoid looking racist <laughs> in this whole thing. So, certainly, you would just, you know, allow that black woman who's been going by the name Lady A for 20 years to keep the name. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That... Because doing otherwise would completely undermine <laughs> everything you're trying everything to do, you're trying to do yeah. here. Yes. Right? Apparently not. No. 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 Their first initial reaction was, well, why don't we just share the name? We're, we're a multi-award winning gigantic band and we'll, we'll just share the name. It's like, it, this has so many fucking layers, too. Because like, yeah. the history of like popular music in the United States yeah. has, you know... It, it, Throughout the entire 20th century, you know, popular white music has arguably appropriated, s- appropriated or just straight up stolen yeah. from, yeah. Uh, you know, black musicians. And in this case, <laughs> in this case, just trying to steal the identity. <laughs> yeah, just also hey, steal the identity. Boop. That's my name now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, they basically responded by saying, oops, sorry. Anyways, can we just both use the name? And now, of course, Lady A, the singer was like, uh, no, <laughs> I'm Lady A. You guys are a gigantic country brand, country band, and it's obviously going to confuse people. Yeah. She was like, even like, okay, why don't you guys say... What's wrong like, with two bands having the same name? She was like, why don't you just say you're Lady A, the band? And they were like, meh. Uh, so now, now at this point, at this point, the band should have backed down and just done anything besides pushing the issue further, right? Yeah. And wrong. Oh. <laughs> the band formerly known as Lady Antebellum is now suing La- Lady A, a woman who has done nothing wrong and just accidentally became a part of this whole thing because the band tried to use her stage name as their new band name. She was just going on about her yeah. life. And all of a sudden, it's like, by the way, this major label act is Let's, just going to take your name. I'm sorry, but in order to prove that we are not racist, we're going to have to sue this <laughs> yeah. working class black musician yeah. from the Seattle area. Yes. In an official statement, the band said the following. Today we are sad to share that our sincere hope to join together with Anita White in unity and common purpose has ended. 
She and her team have demanded a $10 million payment. So reluctantly, we've come to the conclusion that we need to ask a court to affirm our right to continue to use the name Lady A, a trademark we've held for many years. And that part is true. Yes, they, uh, yeah, in various brandings. Yeah, had, it's, yeah. This, when you own a big lucrative thing, you often, you cover a lot of bases by mm -hmm. trademarking a bunch of shit. And it is true that the Lady A from Seattle did not trademark her name because she's, She's a working musician. She's successful, but I guess it never occurred to her to trademark the, it. When it comes down, who to could it, have guessed that this fucking situation would happen? When it comes down to it, just it's this is like comes down to just not being a fucking dick and just like doing anything else. Yeah, there's also I'm not I'm not an expert on like trademark law at yeah. all, but I think she may have a case with just like basically as soon as you start using a name, yes, and getting you, paid for it, and yeah, on contracts, you, you and, kind of have a. You at least have a, a, a leg to stand on legally. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Lady uh, A, the singer, responded the next day, indicating that the $10 million was to be split evenly between her rebranding and the other half going to donations for orgs that support independent black artists, adding, quote, I was quiet for two weeks because I was trying to believe that it was going to be okay and that they would realize that it would be easier to just change their name or pay me for my name. $5 million is nothing, and I'm actually worth more than that, regardless of what they think. But here we go again with another white person trying to take something from a black person, even though they say they're trying to help. If you want to be an advocate or an ally, you help those who you're oppressing. And that might require you to give up something, because I am not going to be erased. Yeah, so. so yeah, in a, in a pretty lazy attempt to avoid looking racist, the band... Lady Antebellum or Lady A or whatever the fuck they are, they have gone to great lengths to actually look worse publicly than if they had simply just done nothing. Yeah, like people would have forgotten about it and gone about their day and not referred to it probably, probably, yeah, probably like it, it's one of those things where like the general consensus seems to be we just don't want police officers killing us in mass. <laughs> yeah. And then people are like, but we changed the syrup bottle or we yeah. changed the name of the band. And yeah, like, that's... Uh, the like, thanks, I guess. Because it's, it, I hate the term virtue signaling, but yeah. it has valid uses. Mm -hmm. And there's been a whole lot of virtue signaling from, uh, brands? from a sort of liberal perspective yeah. from brands in this country. And it's like, fine, cool, whatever. Just this isn't what us. people yeah. are protesting yeah. about, though. Yeah. Ugh. But anyways, let's do a quick Quibi update. And this is less about Quibi. It's more about uh, a future gaming company that also looks like it's about to just burn straight through some venture capital money just as quick. But yeah, Quibi, they did apparently lose about 92% of their base since <laughs> launching. And uh, we reported earlier this week that so far, they've only held on to around 72,000 people who are willing to pay for the service or just forgot that the trial had ended and accidentally paid for a month. Now, there's also reports that a significant amount of the, those people that are still left over uh, are just free accounts mm -hmm. through various programs like T-Mobile's partnership, which allows their users to have a year of Quibi for free anyway. Damn. So, looking pretty bleak, although the T-Mobile money's probably nice. This video is going to get more views than all of Quibi. Than anything on Quibi this month. I don't know. It's hot and we're rambling, so maybe not. People tuned out. Nah. Nah, man. Give me a billion dollars. Uh, Anyways, there's a new startup in town. And we really don't want to shit on this too hard because it's, you know, it's in the gaming space. It's actually going to inject some money into digital creators instead of something like Quibi, which just funds a bunch of already well-established Hollywood power players while at the same time allegedly skirting union laws because of the way the content is distributed. Yeah, theirs is more sinister. Yeah, but back to that new startup. Mm -hmm. It's called Venn. 
And the company, <laughs> damn. <laughs> and the company looks like it is very confident in the fact that they will succeed where so many others have failed, despite entering a very saturated market and spending what we can only assume are tens of millions of dollars in the process. Was Could it, be hundreds of millions. Is it Video Game Entertainment News Network? Is that what it stands for? I think at the very beginning on a whiteboard, they probably just had an actual Venn diagram and it was yeah, like yeah. entertainment, gaming, us. Money. Money. <laughs> First you get the gaming, <laughs> then you get the entertainment, yeah. then you get the money. So, it, mm-hmm. it, you know, any, anything could have happened, but I would, I would tend to agree with that. Yeah. So uh, this popped up in our Twitter feeds earlier this week. At Watch Ben, 24-7 network for gaming, streaming, esports, and entertainment. 20-plus hours of original programming. 50,000-square-foot studio. Watch anywhere. What about our shows? Glad you asked. Ven Arcade Live will feature guest appearances, live performances, interactive gameplay with your favorite gamers, streamers, celebrities, athletes, musicians, and rising stars. It's not a bird. It's not a plane. It's Ven dropping loot crates filled with extreme mystery challenges. Astonished face. Think you can take on the dare package? Uh, A weekday afternoons, you're invited to the guest house. Join gaming's biggest names, rising stars, and beloved creators in a -a one-of-a-kind interactive experience. And so on and so forth. A lot of very buzzy stuff up there. It's basically a TV on Twitch and YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And we would love for this project to work. We would love for them to maybe pay us to be on it in some capacity. Mm, I'm not saying that much. I'm just saying, like, I'm very happy for the producers, editors, writers. I would writers, like to be paid. Uh, and people involved. I'm very happy that there are jobs coming back to the digital space. Yeah, that is Because true. they've been leaving very rapidly. It's so been, uh, this been... is a good thing. It's been gutted. Um, Yeah, it looks like they're operating out of L.A. where uh, the unemployment rate in L.A. (laughs) County is like 25% right now. Yeah. Real fucking bad. Yeah. Uh, It's also very expensive to rent studio space here. Yeah. So, yeah, that 50,000 square foot studio space. Oof. That's, it's, I can't even imagine. Hopefully they're at least smart enough to not build it on like a main boulevard in like West Hollywood. Like a a certain non-existent company uh, did back in the day. Or like a bunch of other tech startups that are like, you know what the best place to put a gigantic studio would be? Santa Monica. Yeah, Santa Monica. Beverly Hills. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, so stoked. Anyways, yeah, in addition to the LA studio, it looks like they're expanding to a studio in the financial district in New York City. What are you doing? Also pretty expensive. Yeah, isn't it? Am I remembering this correctly? Is it, it, it literally at the World Trade Center? Yeah, like three, three World Trade Center. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Nothing like a gaming startup yeah. to operate out of like the giant financial district of New York where square footage is even more astronomically priced than LA. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this company, they're absolutely, they have to be dumping millions upon millions of dollars on a very big gamble right out the gate instead of attempting to slowly but surely build an audience and then expand. Reiterating here, look, it's great for those involved. Please secure that bag, ladies and gentlemen. And it's also great for whatever audience they attract because there are probably plenty of people out there who want cable TV-style programming blocks of gaming content. There, uh, there's probably people out there. I mean, live streaming is quite successful these days. And, yeah, uh, usually based on just the creator. There's a lot of yeah. shows out there that don't perform well at all. But The problem with stuff like this, when it's been attempted before, is uh, for some reason they do a bad job of putting it in people's appearance contracts and hosting contracts that they have to actually promote and like host the content. Yeah. So like they'll get a big person on there, but that person doesn't tweet about it because that's something you need to be paid to do. Yeah, that's extra and money. So they yeah. just no one knows about it. 
Yeah. That happened a lot back at Machinima. Yes. Anyways, it's going to be a big uphill battle with lots of money burning along the way. And it's also a model that we've seen fail numerous times again and again and again. Xbox did it, IGN did it, Machinima did it, full screen did it, G4 was successful at it and still got shut down. Yeah. So, best of luck to you, Ven. You'll need it. We hope we're wrong. Anyway, Ven launches August 5th. See you there. Yeah. Uh, anyways, another gaming media news. The U.S. Army esports team is not having a great time right now. <laughs> now, the team's been around for a little while, but they recently launched a Twitch channel where, surprise, they play Call of Duty Warzone. Mm -hmm. uh, but as viewers found out this week, the chat has some pretty strict rules that go even above and beyond the standard Twitch chat rules. Yeah. Mainly, you can't say shit about war crimes. Yeah. Uh, here's a video posted by Slasher featuring friend of the show Jordan Ull attempting to interact with the guy streaming and ask about some war crimes. <laughs> At first, the term is just completely banned. He can't even type it and have it appear in chat. Yeah. But he gets around using some leet speak, uh, W4R yeah. from War, uh, only to have Green Beret Joshua Strotnium David respond with, have a nice time getting banned, my dude. And uh, Yeah, it was, it was fast. Yes. Uh, it was very quick. They are swift with that ban mm -hmm. hammer. Uh, anyway, this also follows multiple speedrunning attempts against the U.S. Army Esports Discord chat where users were competing to see how quickly they could get banned by bringing up any number of atrocities that the Army has committed over the years or uh, just straight up linking to the Wikipedia page for war crimes committed by the <laughs> United States. Yeah. Which is uh, extensive. Worth, worth looking into yeah. if you, you know. Interested. If you want a more balanced perspective on this country. Yeah. Uh, some users have been banned in less than 15 seconds. That's which a speed is run. Very impressive. We'd certainly hate to be a mod for the army in this scenario. Can you imagine? I mean, this I, is my entire day. I signed up for the army. I went through boot camp. Thank you for camp. your service. <laughs> yeah, like, people. Where people, did you serve? Well, I was in uh, Discord. Yeah, Discord mod patrol. The, the yeah. online wars. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Jesus. It's someone is definitely like flying home in BDUs, yeah. getting saluted, and all they do is mod the. Sir, army you can have my seat in first class. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I would definitely take all of that if I was this person. Yeah, always dressed in BDUs. Keeping America safe by <laughs> banning teenagers on Discord. <laughs> oh, God. I am sorry for whoever's job this is. I do feel bad for Yeah. Uh, anyways, that's it for News Dump this week. Be sure to watch our most re recent episode of Tech oh News God. Day. And, uh, Sweating and into my own eyes. Even more Kanye stuff. We'll be back for Weekly Weird News once we uh, go shower, uh, yeah. dry off, and uh, try to, I don't know, put my head in the freezer. Mm -hmm. It's fucking hot. It's 100 degrees here today. Yep. So stay cool, all of you cats and kittens. See you next time. Bye-bye.